Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. many of you believe that God is good all the time and that he has done so many things for us Amen. he's been so 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 good I mean hearing um, the testimonies we see how God makes ways for us Hallelujah. you know sometimes when you feel like all hopes are gone and you don't know whom to turn to and you don't know what to do God is always in charge. Amen. Amen. And this um, afternoon or morning, we want to just lift up our voices all together. In this Thanksgiving period, we are thanking God for what he's done for us. Amen. Amen.
when I was baptized, Lord, come on, come on. against the walk again. Come on.
Just because of only one reason, the cross, the blood. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, the many times on our back, our backs were against the wall, Lord. We didn't know what to do. We didn't even understand. When you revealed to us in the dream, Lord, we cannot even understand. But through it all, through it all, we are here today, O oh Lord. Therefore, we say thank you, Lord. We say thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Oh, we are grateful, O oh Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the cross. Thank you. Thank you for the blood. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's take the body of Christ, please. The bread. life. You said that the one that will eat the body will have life. Therefore, Lord, according to your word in John chapter 6, we believe that we have in our hand the body of Christ. And as we partake and eat this body, Lord, we have more life. We have abundant life. We have a fruitful life. We have glorious life, Lord. We have life that is full of joy. Life that is full of energy. 
that's life that is full of pleasantness, Lord. In the name of Jesus. This is what you've done for us. And you keep doing, oh God. We, we are grateful. Thank you. Thank you. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Brethren, this is what made a way for us. We didn't know what to do. We did many things to be able to come to the Father again. The number of bulls, the number of goats, the number of animals never made it. But when the blood was shed and he said it is finished, everything was done for us. And therefore, we have in our hand, as he, he commanded us to do this as often as we can. And remember, we are remembering the works that he did on the cross. Therefore, we lift this one up and we say that this is the blood of Jesus. The blood that can sanctify us from all our sins. The blood that can heal us, O God. The blood that can bring down any mountain that are, that are confronting us in the name of Jesus. We bless you, O oh God. People take it without faith and they die. Father, this afternoon we take this with faith. And therefore we will have more life. We will live. We will live to declare your works in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Please take it with faith. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your preservation. For saving us, O oh God. We bless your name. We honor you this afternoon. We commit the rest of the service unto you. And Lord, we ask that you teach us and you show us the way. You encourage us and give us wisdom and understanding through your words. The words that we read, they are life. And therefore, we have more life in our lives, in our homes, in our marriages, in our careers, in our finances, in our relationships, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, we bless you honor you. May this communion carry us Amen. for the rest of the week. Amen. And as we wait upon you on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, yes, may you reveal yourself unto in us, O God, in the name of Jesus. Name of we Jesus. pray with thanksgiving. Yes, Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus this afternoon. Hallelujah. Please take your seat. Beautiful. God bless you. Psalm 23, just for the next few minutes, 20 minutes or so. Psalm 23. This is one of the favorite psalms or favorite 
chapter in the Bible. Am I right? Am I saying it right? Hallelujah. Even when we were not going to church, we knew the Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. How many agree with me? Many unbelievers do know the Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. And it was written by, as I can see from my Bible, the son of David. Hallelujah. I don't know what time David wrote this book, but Bible scholars, they make us know that David wrote this when he was at the backside of the desert. Hallelujah. And that was not a nice place to be, to be at the backside of the desert. Especially when you're being confronted with lions and bears. Hallelujah. But he wrote this. Hallelujah. And as we are going to go through this, I want us to know that the psalm is, this psalm is based on the shepherd and sheep relationship. Hallelujah. Therefore, we can claim this if we can boldly say that we are also sheep and our shepherd is the Lord. Hallelujah. Am I saying it right, please? It's a sheep and shepherd relationship. Hallelujah. Let's read it. Psalm 23, please. From verse 1 all the way to the end. There are only six verses. Hallelujah. Ready? Go. The Lord is my shepherd. Uh huh. I shall not want. And you will not want. In Hallelujah. Jesus name. Amen. I say you shall not want. In Jesus name. And you Amen. will not want. In Jesus Why? Name. Because Amen. the Lord is, is your shepherd. shepherd. Hallelujah. I said the Lord is it's your shepherd. shepherd. Your job is not your shepherd. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I want to say that even the money that you earn cannot be your shepherd. Oh, you are encouraging your me. vehicle cannot be your shepherd. You your me. wife cannot be your shepherd. Amen. Your husband cannot be your shepherd. Amen. Your mother, excuse me, please, mothers, cannot be your you shepherd. Your father cannot be your shepherd. Oh, the Lord word. should be what? My your shepherd. shepherd. Hallelujah. And that is when you can boldly say that you shall not what? Want. Hallelujah. What a word. And then let's continue. How would it happen? Why? How, mm. how are you going to go through that without mm. wanting anything? Wow. Let's read it, Teacher. please. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Therefore, if the Lord asks you to lie down, will you lie down? Oh, we should. We should obey <laughs> and lie down. We must be a sheep. <laughs> you see, David gave us the end product of what the shepherd can do. That's right. From the verse one. one. The Lord is my, my shepherd. shepherd and I, I shall not want. Well, how? Then he started. He makes me to lie down in what? So the question is, if God says that we should lie down, will we lie down? Well, if it is green pastures, maybe yes. yes. <laughs> he leads me beside what? If God is, says that I want to lead you, will you allow him to lead you? Yes. 
Will you allow him to take the decision? When he says that, don't make this move, will you accept it? Let's continue, please. Verse 3. He restored my soul, soul. and he leaded me in the path of righteousness. Uh -huh. His name's sake. Can you see that? He restores my soul. It's one of the reasons why you can say that with all boldness that depression can only go away mm. when the Lord is your shepherd. We thank God and we celebrate and yes. salute Hallelujah. Hallelujah. the psychologists and mm. other brethren. Hallelujah. Amen. But the ultimate mm. one who can make, who can restore our soul is the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yes. And then he leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. The next one. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, uh -huh. I will fear no evil. That means in life, by all means, somehow, somehow. you will find yourself walking or going through something that is looking like death. That's right. Hallelujah. You will walk through the valley of the shadow. If the shadow is around, that means the real thing is not far. Hallelujah. Amen. And then they say, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. And the reason why I will not be afraid, and the reason why he is with us, is that because his rod and the staff, they comfort. The rod and the staff, they have two different responsibilities. Hallelujah. Wow. The rod is the one that God, the shepherd uses to do what? To what? To discipline us. To discipline. To discipline us. Hallelujah. Amen. That means there are times that the Lord will not be happy with you and will like to take you through certain lessons. Hallelujah. Yes. So that is the reason why if you are a mother or a parent and you're always using the staff, the staff, oh, the staff without the rod. You will make a big mistake. Big, very big mistake. Hallelujah. Very big. And therefore, if you are a child, don't expect your mother, your father, even if you are a sheep under, under a shepherd in the house of God, I think you should not expect that. There should always be, you will always be guided by the, by the staff. Amen. You should trust God for the shepherd over you to use the rod sometimes. Not necessarily hitting you physically. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. Oh, yes. Obviously, not that. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yes, please. Say, so thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Both of them, Hallelujah. they bring comfort. May we receive comfort from the Lord. Amen. I said, may we receive comfort from the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The next one, verse 5, that, that prepares table before me in the presence of my enemies. Uh -huh. Thou anointest my head with oil. Uh -huh. My cup runneth over. Yeah. We must be able to learn how to enjoy life in the presence of our enemies. 
Amen. ability to eat yes. in the presence of our enemies. Hallelujah. I don't know why the Lord is, when the Lord is your shepherd and you are not wanting anything and hey. then he prepares a table and go and put it in front of your enemies. Hey. Why in front of your enemies? Mm. That means you must be able to get along with everyone and be happy in life. Because I haven't seen anyone who is eating and the person is crying. As the food is going into your mouth and then you are crying. I used to have an uncle when he comes and everybody is eating. He said, I want everyone, everybody here to start crying. And we will all be looking at his face. This man, he said, okay. How can you be eating and crying? It's not possible. As soon as you started crying, you start crying. Anytime you start crying, you just stop eating. You just decided I won't eat again. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah, how can the Lord prepare something nice and then put it in front of your enemies? Amen. In other words, you can easily not define anyone as your enemy in terms of our environment. You are cheating. Wow. That is why the Pharisees and the Sadducees and Jesus will see them and the Sabbath, and then he will instruct his, his um, um, disciples to pluck a corn and begin to eat. And they get angry. And they say, what is this man? Ah, is he really, really, really anointed? Does he understand what he's, he's doing? And then he will tell them, what goes into you? That is not what defies you, but what comes out of you? You are preaching. That's toxic, you're right. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yes, please. And then he does what? The next one. Thou anointest, yes, thou anointest my head, head with oil. oil. My cup, cup runneth over. You know, the, this particular psalm is loaded with a lot of things. This is just something that we are, you know, going through to, you know. The Lord anoints us with oil wow. to drive away sicknesses and illness. The attacks of the enemy. Wow. When they are trying to land on you, you. they cannot even land. Right. Like Antifricia was saying, I have the oil and I was rubbing Rub it with it. the oil. Rub rubbing it with oil. As you are rubbing, the thing, it cannot stay Don't in your it. leg. It Don't cannot it. have a grip all over Don't there. It. it has no choice, but it just it has to leave. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yes. And I'm happy that he caught the spiritual principle that whatever that happened, how can somebody be lying on a bed as, as short as this? And then in the dream, you felt like someone was attacking you, and then you fell in the dream. And then when you woke up, you were on the floor. And then right away, you cannot walk. 911 cannot fix this. 911 cannot fix this. Many people have gone to hospital and sometimes the doctors tell them, we don't know what it is. We run all the tests. We don't know. They don't know. They don't know. All tests, is, all tests are negative. Hallelujah. Amen. And these are some of the understanding that God would like the believers to come to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because when you cut understanding the situation, that's why Jesus was asking, do you understand? Do you understand? Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yes. That means you need to go beyond what I'm doing. Whatever it is, go beyond it right. and understand it. Amen. Hallelujah. And then it's only the under with that understanding that you begin to war a good warfare. Hallelujah. 
You know exactly what the prayer, how it will go. Right. And what you have to do. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. The next one. The next one. Says, surely, surely. Goodness and mercy, and mercy shall, follow shall follow me. All the Some days. days of my life. No. Maybe two days of my life. No. Maybe five days of my life. Not at all. All the, the days, days of, of what? Of my life. That is why no one asked me, how are you doing? I say, grace and mercy, they are following me by the grace of God. If I have sinned or have done anything wrong, it is mercies. And then, if I'm alive, it is only his grace. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Yes. May grace and mercy follow you. Hallelujah. Last week, our father, the bishop, introduced this particular series, and he started with the Psalm 23 as the base, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. We want to go through this to the point when we will also be boldly say that we shall not want because the Lord is our shepherd. Hallelujah. So he said that the point number one, we must know that God Almighty is an expert provider. Do you remember that, please? Oh, yes. Expert provider. Oh, yeah. And if he's an expert provider and he created us in our own, in his own image, he also wants us to be an expert provider. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why he said First Peter 5, 8, that if anyone who does not take care of his own home, he is like what? He's worse like, he's worse than... Infidel. Infidel is just a, as he said, a big word, but it means a bad person. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? Step yes. number two, as time is fast spent. He didn't give step number two. We must be able to see that God has already provided for us. That is the part that he took his time to explain more. We must be able to see. Hallelujah. And then we read first Genesis chapter 1, verse 29. Genesis 1, 29. Give me the AMPC. Hmm. Beautiful. Pastor Nana. Genesis 1.29. So God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the surface of this. This behold means see. See. It's interchangeable. If you read the Bible, if you read the King James, you will see behold or sometimes you you will see uh, the word see. Mm. S-E-E. And sometimes the S will start with uppercase. That means New Living Translation will tell you, look. That means pay attention. attention. Mm. When God says that, behold, that means with your physical mind and physical, your senses, the natural senses, Mm. you can easily not see it. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? So he was, God was saying to Adam that, and he said, behold, I have given you every herb Bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, 
and what? Every tree. Uh huh. In in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. Uh huh. To you it shall be for meat. To you it shall be what? For meat. When the first time one years ago, when I catch revelation of this verse, mm. then it don't know me that it the beginning it wasn't the intention of the living God for man to eat a lot of meat. Are you with me, please? No, he gave us, he gave us everything. Yes. To take, to take dominion, dominion, to eat them, the best. The, oh, you just even read the next one, the next one, verse 30, please. Verse 30, please. Uh-huh. And to all the animals mm-hmm. on the earth, uh-huh. and to every bird uh-huh. of the air, uh-huh. and to everything that moves on the ground, uh-huh. to everything in which there is the breath of life, uh-huh. I have given every green plant for food. He mentioned the animals. He still did not mention that we should eat them. But he said that I've given every green plant for what? For food. For what? For food. For what? For food. And it was so because he commanded it. (laughs) So you saw that when he took them from Egypt, he did not introduce meat. He introduced the manna. And the people started complaining. They started complaining. They started, ah, you know, I, I, I can just imagine, you know, if you are brought up to eat goat, you are brought up to eat cow, you are brought up to eat beggar cane, you are brought up to eat, um, 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 what, are, what are some other? Vegetable jollof. Veg, vegetable jollof. I'm talking about beggar cane and you say vegetable jollof. <laughs> you know, Minced meat and uh, meatballs and all these things with um, uh, spaghetti and all these things. You will find out that if you leave it for a few months, I don't know how many months that they had left from Egypt, you will crave for it. And they were craving for it, even though the manna was free. And I'm sure, I don't know, nobody has been able to do scientific research about them, but I'm sure the manna was loaded with a lot, a lot of, of good things. things. How can something come from heaven and come and kill us? No. Today, we eat the meat. If you start early of the meat, they will tell you at a point, stop. If you start late, maybe you can go a little bit. Have you noticed that everything that we eat, it has a limit. If you eat salt a lot at the beginning of your life, at a point they will tell you that you have reached the limit. Don't eat the salt again. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And then God says, see, that means around you, everything. And Bishop explained and said that everything that we need in life, normally they are around us. This is the garden, brethren. Hallelujah. Let me add the next point so that we can. The next point. The next point is that understand, point number three, we must understand how God provides. Hmm. Everything is in the garden. And that is why he said, behold, pay attention. And one of the reasons, one of the things that Bishop was 
explain it to us. Even look at where we come from, the resources that we have. Everything that we need in the nation for where I come from, at least, for where I come from, to develop the nation is around us. Everything, the gold, the diamond, the iron, the bauxites, the, these are the precious stones and then, and then um, 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 the minerals, am I right? The metals, hallelujah. Then the other ones, a nation like Ghana, we have the sea. That certain nation, they may not, probably may not have the sea. If you go to Ethiopia, you see that they don't have a sea. That is why to ship a car to Ethiopia is very expensive. And cars are very expensive over there because there's no seaport. Burkina, for instance, there's no seaport. Hallelujah. We have everything. Everything. What a blessing. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And therefore, it is so sad when we rise up to go for assistance, aid to develop the nation. And Bishop gave us the reasons why sometimes they even give us the, the aids. So that we will not move and cross over more. Hallelujah. Today, we will not go to do all those things. We need to understand that, brethren, the only one who cares about you is truly is you. If you take God out. Hallelujah. The only one who really genuinely one cares about you is you. And that is why Paul said to Timothy, Philippians chapter 2, verse 20, Give me Philippians chapter 2, verse 20, please. King James. Verse 20. For I have no like, uh-huh, for I have no man like-minded who will do what? Who will naturally Who will do what? Naturally. That means that in everybody's natural setting, they will not think about the other person. Mm. I don't know what I'm, I'm saying here. Yes, Reverend. Your natural nana dankwa, kwabna dankwa, William. Ch- you will not think about other person. At all. <laughs> so when I saw the, the word there naturally, that means when you are there, your default setting, you think about yourself. Have you noticed that the world selfish is really in strong in many relationships? Yes. Self-awareness, selfishness, self-glorification, self, self, self. If you read the, um, the other version, AMPC, the Amplified, you will see that it explains it better. The only way we let somebody think about you is when God touches the person. And then God will use the Holy Spirit to touch the person. For I have no one else like him who is so kindred, a spirit who will be what? Be genuinely. It is when the spirit touches the person, then the person switches from the natural setting to think about him, himself or herself and then begin to think about you. Hallelujah. And that thinking becomes genuine. It's a genuine one. 
That is why if you are looking for a genuine love, it must be in the garden, in the house of God. And Pastor Nana, how many of these nations will <laughs> be allowed to touch by the Spirit of God and genuinely care for us? Because if that is the case, then somebody like Bill Gates can liberate the whole of Africa from poverty. If a nation like my nation where I come from, Ghana, how many billions of dollars do we need to come out of difficulty? If they give us 10 billion, you don't even, you should not even give it to us and say that I'm releasing out of my money. I heard, I read about the number of billions that Amazon former CEO, what was, what is his name? No, no, Jeff. Yeah. When Jeff and the wife separated, the number of billions that even the wife has given to charity. Anytime I read, I said, this amount of money, if even we allow her to bring it to where I come from and say, don't give it to us because if you give it to us, we'll use it to buy vehicles and other things. And we'll be sitting, all of them, we'll pack them. When we come to our house, we'll align them like that. You just come and use them to develop the roads for us. The full nation Ghana, the road can easily not be from here, New York, New York City here, on the 95, all the way to Miami. It can easily not reach the mass. It's small. Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me, please? And that's what I'm saying. If the, the but, but all of them probably are not touched by the Spirit. So the genuine care, we need to really sit down and say, I really want to help myself. So if we begin to, have you read the verse that God says that even the desolate places, I will build it. So it means that it does not give us room to sit at one place and begin to count the our past and then the mistakes we have made and how we did not have good parents, how we did not go to school, how we did not get all those things. God is saying that when I come into the equation, you shall not want. That's it. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. When I come into the equation, you will not need anything. Verse 21, that particular one. Philippians 2, 21. Let's read it. It says that, For all seek their own, not things Things which which are, are give me the amplified. Uh Yes, Pastor Nana. For the others who deserted me after my arrest, all seek to advance. Their own interest, not those of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Not those of Jesus. I have more like-minded mm. like you. So he decided that I would rather, I'm going to send you. Because you are the one that I personally believe that the straight has touched. Hallelujah. Brethren, are you with me, please? We are with you, right? I want us to begin to rise and be, believe that the things that we need, 
to advance, the things that we need to move forward, the things that we need in every aspect, including the ministry there around us. Amen. Hallelujah. And Bishop has shown us so many ways yes. that even, look, when um, we're doing, and you can see how he appreciates the people that God has given to him. Hallelujah. When we were planning Bishop, uh, Bishop uh, Dr. David's funeral and our sitting arrangement, you know, on the stage, he put all those who were there, or you saw it on the video or something like that, he put all the bishops, you know what I mean, full-time bishops on the stage. And then on the right side, we arranged some chairs, and then we were thinking through the sitting, the outside bishops who are, so somebody suggested that, homie, you know, Bishop has a lot of good outside bishops, friends, and things. So then they, they will sit there. So he said, no, I want my lay presidents to sit by the bishops. In other words, the people that God has given to me, they are the ones that God has given to me to move the ministry forward. Therefore, I also honor them. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. And it's the way to also to learn as even Basenta leaders. You know, I mean, as pastors, you are the ones that God has given to us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God has not given us uh, anyone. Yes, we'll have more people to come in. But for now, you are the one that we have. Amen. Hallelujah. And we must begin to honor and cherish you. And do everything that we can do for God to use us to shepherd you. Hallelujah. Are you with me, brethren, please? Yeah. John 12, 24. John 12, 24. Remember the third point I said that we must understand how yes. God provides. The mechanism that God uses to provide. Yes, please. John 12, 24. I assure you. And Give us the King James, my dear. Verily, verily, I say unto you. Except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Uh -huh. Verse 25. That's it. Amen. Very, very, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat, a corn of wheat falls into the ground, you may fall into the ground or falls into the ground and dies, it abides alone. But if it dies, it does what? It brings forth much fruit. That is the mechanism. Therefore, you have to allow the corn to die. If you want to spring up in my kingdom, you have to allow yourself to die. You have to allow certain things to die. If you have the seed, you need to go through and understand how the seed will bring much more fruit to you. Hallelujah. You need to be, you know, I don't know whether it is boldness because if the corn is the only one that you have, how are you going to put it in the ground and expect it to have more? Oh, yeah. Wow. That is why Elisha told the woman, he said, what do you have? Was it Elijah or Elisha? So what do you have? I said, I have a small what? Oil. oil. And then what? A muscle or a bread that my son and I, we are going to eat and die. And then he said, give to me first. Mm. The mechanism. 
How is it going to multiply? How can we say that the Lord is our shepherd? We shall know. We have to understand. Number one, we understand that God provides. Number two, we have to see that the things they are around us, and the way they are around us, you see the tree, you see this, you see that, you see that. How can they turn into, into something that will, will give us more fruits? So you see, the person who brought cocoa to where I come from, you can't carry a whole bag of seeds to a place to go and plant it. I'm sure maybe small seeds, and then he brought it. And I'm sure when he brought it, maybe he changed, he traveled, he came. You know, you come home like that, you are tired. People are, your relatives are unpacking your son. They will see some seeds. What is this? Oh, cocoa. What is it? I'm going to plant it here in Ghana. What? Plant it here? Oh, so you travel didn't bring anything else apart from this. But they didn't know that. The whole nation, our roads, they were going to depend on that small seeds. The hospitals that we have, Kolebu Hospital is number one, the best hospital in West Africa. Is, that is what the cocoa was depending on that. The schools. Is it true? The mechanism. Understand. Hallelujah. And that is why we also, nations must understand that one of the ways God provides is through the church. Is it true? Very true. But I school in, um, um, in New York. Are they provided by the churches or is just private school? Charters means private or what does it mean? Chartered is private, right? Yeah. Do, we, do they have I mean, Catholic churches? And, no, some of them are, some of them some are, of them are provided by the church. Am I right? Some churches sponsor them. Some churches sponsor them. Yes. And we do agree that most of them are much better than the public ones. Absolutely. All of them. Absolutely. I mean, most. But at least most of them, yeah. obviously. Hallelujah. Where I come from, most of the good schools, they were all provided by the churches. Hallelujah. And I'm sure it may be the same as in Nigeria. It may be the same as in Benin. In Ghana, the same. Most of the good schools, you can just think about them. Most of the good schools. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And therefore, we need, but you see, this nation, as even some of the, most of the Ivy League schools understood that they were started by churches and they were Bible, uh, based yeah, based schools. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. And today, they have removed. So you see that as successive governments are, you know, trivializing and removing the word of God and the church, we are talking about the mechanism that the Lord will provide. You know, it begins, has begun to weaken the, number one, the nation's strength. United States is not like it used to be anymore. Look at the number of shootings that we see. Mercy. Mercy. 
And as the Bibles have been removed, God is being also trivialized and despised in many homes. And as we are, God is being despised in many homes, families are also becoming weaker and weaker and weaker. Is it true? Very true. It's true. It's true. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why I personally believe that my brothers and my sisters, this Zoom service, I think we must be bold and say that it will not cut it. It will not cut it. Mm. You look, in the secular world, in the secular world, many companies resorted to go into Zoom when COVID came. Some of them are coming back. Some of, many of them are coming back. They've started from hybrid. But you see, those who are not even coming back, brethren, they have strong monitoring system. Somebody was telling me, the person works with one of the insurance companies, and you know the insurance companies, you do assessment outside, then you come home, you write your report. But no, no, he was saying that in my, my, my company, they have very strong system. Your laptop cannot lock for more than 30 minutes. You will be fired. Mercy. Unfortunately, in the church, we don't have any monitoring system. The only monitoring system we have for the Zoom is the video. But you, you see, when we say, come on the video, come on the, please come on the video, please come on the video, you know, you know that if your boss says that we are having a meeting and you have to come on the video, you yourself, you will go on the video because you know that if you don't go on the video, your paycheck can easily be what? Affected. But the church is not like that. Pastor Nana, you are always fighting us to come on video. <laughs> we cannot see that in the church. <laughs> Hallelujah. And any time that your eyes are not gripped to something, your mind strays away. The concentration goes down. That is why even in the world, they will tell you that if you want to have a job, want somebody to employ you, and you are, the person is interviewing you, have inter what? Eyeball to eyeball. It means that you are absorbing everything that I'm saying. How come in the house of God, we will not be looking eyeball to eyeball, or the person cannot have eye contact with you whilst he is preaching? Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Look, it's, it's, that is the truth. Satan has brought this zone to really bring down how the church is supposed to be. And amazingly, you'll find out that the comfort nature of the whole thing, that is what is making it difficult for us to come back. But we need to, brethren, we need to embrace it and say that, look, this is not how I started my Christianity. Imagine if we keep going and we take everything to the Zoom. I don't know how our children will begin to see church. I don't know. Even playing of instruments. We'll do it on Zoom, right? Then the last one, maybe let me give the last point. Should I give the last point? The last point is that huh.
We must develop God's provision for our lives and use it. Hmm. God's provision. The common story I can find is Matthew in the Bible, Matthew chapter 25 from verse, verse 14 going. The parable of the talents. Quickly, give me five minutes and I will, I will close. Hallelujah. For the kingdom of heaven is as what? Pasanana. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Mm -hmm. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to every man according to his several ability, mm. and straightway took his journey. Mm. Verse 16. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. Verse 17, and likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth. In the, earth. the end of the, we know the story. Let me, you see, the man had three children, three servants. And all of them, he gave them something. Hallelujah. It means we have something, irrespective of who you are. It may not be other person's gift. You know, you, maybe you will say, maybe if I can sing like Lydia, if I can sing like Shishi, I can sing like Auntie Frisha, I can sing like Daniel, then I will join the praise and worship. Hallelujah. But God gave all of them something. Are you with me, please? Therefore, all of us, we have something. The key here that God, Jesus wanted to teach us is that you develop the talent. You develop the talent. His prophecy, no doubt in Genesis, he said that he took the man and put him in the garden. And number one, he gave his word. Number two, and then he, after giving that job, he said, dress it and what? Keep it. Cultivate it. It takes time. You need to, you have a garden. If you leave it, it will have a lot of weeds. Even some of us have lawns. But that's because we don't have time for it. Hallelujah. Sometimes you see some people's lawn, you can see that, wow, the way they have really, I mean, dressed the thing. You know, you find out that, you know, there was one brother who used to live close to Reverend Rosé, North Brunswick. And this man was, looks like almost 12 hours a day, the man was on the lawn. And I asked Reverend one day, he said, this guy, you see the bank at the, by the street, the family owned that land, and then they died, and then they, they passed it on. So he sold it to them. So he has a lot of money, he's not working. All that he does is that just stay in the house and keep the lawn. And it was trimmed. It was clean. Hallelujah. If we want ours to be the same, we need to work on it. We need to dress it. Hallelujah. 
Anything that God has given to us, we have seeds inside. Hallelujah. This morning, I wanted um, Manfred to give me apple and see a few fruits. I wanted to check a few fruits to see, but unfortunately, the genetic stuff, things that people are perverting, are now bringing fruits without seeds. Is it true? So what does it mean? It means that a time will come, we'll not be able to get some certain seeds to plant. How are we going to get the seeds to plant? Any fruit that God gives to us, Manfred, please, what is the fruit? Are you here? Any fruit that God gives to us, there's always a seed inside. It means when you get your salary, you don't eat everything. When somebody gives you a gift, you don't eat everything. Anything, please cut it open. Let's see if there's a seed. You know how to cut apple open. Do you eat apple? There should be a seed inside. Unless it's one of the genetic ones. I think the brother does not eat much apple. <laughs> it's a knife, right? It's not strong. It has seeds? Wow. Show, show it to the camera lady for us. It has seeds right there. Everything, including even yam. And I'm sure all of us probably we know yam. If you cut a yam, you won't find a seed. But if you want, it's not now that they have added a lot of chemicals to this food. On their natural setting, if you put a yam down for some weeks, you see the head part germinating. Yep. That means in this that yam, don't eat everything. Some part of it is for planting. Hallelujah. And when you cut the small part of the head and you plant it, you get more. Look at the number of seeds in this apple. If you take each seed and you plant it in the good soil, and that is the lesson here. Before we can say that we shall not want and I shall not want. Brethren, one of the wisdom we are learning here is that and everything that God gives to us, don't eat everything. Thank you so much, my, my dear. Ah, today you enjoy the apple. Leave me half so that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me, brethren? And therefore, it is so important. What is point number one? Point number one, God, God is the ultimate provider. Number two, we must see that everything we have is around us. Number three, we must understand the mechanism by which God provides. Hallelujah. The church is one of the main sources. The church, the church, the church, the church, the church, the church. And then number four, Hallelujah. Rise up onto your feet and let's close, please. Father, we thank you this afternoon. 
you are indeed our shepherd and therefore we shall not want. You are showing us how you are the ultimate provider. Lord, we always come to you. You've even taught us that your name is Abba Father, the source of everything, the sustainer, Lord. And Lord, I ask, O oh God, that you will help us to behold the things around us. Help us to see the things around us. Help us to understand. Even when we see them, can we understand the mechanism? Can we have the wisdom to see in the name of Jesus? We ask, oh God, in the nations that we live in, you open the leader's eyes, United States. That's why you said we should pray for those who are in authority. That they will see that, Lord, with you, you are the one that helped this nation to become who she is. Therefore, we ask that you will bring your word back. You will bring, you will come back into the schools. You will come back into our homes. You will come back into the public places, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we bless you. We honor you. Thank you for the seeds that you give to us. May you grant us the wisdom to plant these seeds. In the name of Jesus, we bless you. And we honor you. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.